here at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Let's finish this 22 championship off. Ericsson jumped out of line. Power gets a good clean start in the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey. Rossi on the inside in that pink and blue machine. David Malukas three wide now. Pato Award on the inside of Alexander Rossi. Look at madness behind. Looks like Elio Castroneves off. Felix Rosenquist dropping wheels into three. Will Leeds. Clean start to the pole man and the championship leader. So objective achieved on the opening lap. Tires are pretty much gone, and that's why Will Power's diving for pit lane. So look to the upper left. This is the fastest driver in IndyCar history on brand new Reds. Made it 15 laps before he desperately called for help. Remember that later in this race. Alex Pelot, who just went by Will Power for the lead of this race. Chip Ganassi versus Team Penske. That's what it's all about as far as the championship is concerned. Pelot in that bright blue number 10 machine. He's no longer in title contention, Kevin, but he's going for the win. Newgarden's been coming forward with a very fast race car, and we're not even near halfway, guys. He could absolutely be in the mix at the end of this thing. Callum Eilat has stopped on the racetrack in an area that almost certainly will bring out a full course caution. He's taking off the reds. He's got a stiffer set of primary Firestone. Speedway fuel as well. And he's got to wait for Will Power. That cost him two to three seconds. Power is in. And he almost clipped Felix Rosenquist going in right in front of Power. And there's the caution. Here it is, finally. And we knew that it was coming. IndyCar tries to play fair with everybody to give everybody a chance to get in and get out again before the AMR safety team is sent to go and retrieve Callum Eilat. Let's get ready. Green, green, green is the call. And Alex Pelot will see a nice clear track ahead. Lots of tails stepping out. And watch this. Felix Rosenquist on Will Power. Trouble for Will Power. He got squarely off of turn 11. Here comes Rosenquist sending it up the outside. There's a long way around, but there's more grip out there. Power drives him wide, though. Holds on to the position. Get up in the championship. Well, oh, Newgarden, Newgarden. Great on move. Pato O'Ward at the top of the corkscrew. The Hitachi Chevy is flying. And it's not done yet, Jeff. Here he comes again. Newgarden up the inside of Award's teammate, Rosenquist. Newgarden showing corkscrew moves like we haven't seen since Alex Zanardi. And they both have about the same tire life. Grosjean on the inside. There's moves happening everywhere. The DHL Honda on Pato Award. Award responds, and that's Grosjean's favorite move. Goes around the outside out of the Andretti hairpin and tucks it back on the inside for turn three. Here he comes. I'll be gentle if he's gentle. What happens between the teammates? It's close, but Newgarden pulls off the move on power. You gotta love it, Newgarden. That is three corkscrew passes in the last five laps. And now the race leader is in, Marty. Here we go, Joseph Newgarden coming down pit road. He came to pit road with a 24-second lead, now 25 over Alex Pillow. They're going to make a switch here. They have thought about the alternate tires. They're going to go with sticker primary tires for Joseph Newgarden, and his team delivers an outstanding stop. Let's see where he cycles out with Alex Pillow. As we see some action further back, this oh. McLaughlin, Rossi, Erickson battle continues oh. to the end here. McLaughlin saying, I want fifth in the championship. He's two points clear of Erickson as they run right now, but I think Erickson comes level as he passes Rossi. And not giving up. Oh, oh. oh Marcus, dirt tracking. Now Rossi gets the run, and Erickson's tires are going to be filthy for the next couple of corners.
This has been an exceptional display from Alex Pillow. It's Hello Pillow with the season finale. 2014 was his first NTT IndyCar Series Championship. He is a long way from home, a long way from Toowoomba, Queensland, Australia. But Will Power joins some very famous names as a two-time NTT IndyCar Series Champion. Power has done it. Oh, man. It sounds surreal. Honestly, it sounds surreal. I cannot thank you guys enough. It uh, was absolutely a team effort this year. You guys were absolutely flawless all year. I owe it to you to, to have driven my heart out today. So thank you and congratulations, guys. And with that, welcome to episode number 16, if you can believe that or not, of the Push to Pass podcast. I am Derek Vance, and joining me, as usual, if you've seen here the last few weeks, uh, Josh Roberts is joining us as well. And before we get into not only uh, recapping uh, this uh, Grand Prix uh, of Monterey, uh, congratulations both to the race winner, uh, Alex Pillow and to the series champion, Will Power. Uh, but we'll recap the season as well as this will uh, wrap it up for the first season of the Push to Pass podcast. But I know we were on uh, hiatus there uh, last week, Josh. So uh, how are uh, things going for you? Uh, things are going pretty good here. Uh, the little one's getting over some sickness. But uh, other than that, everything's going good. Uh, working hard just to make it through the day how about you derek yeah absolutely you are uh, absolutely uh, right there uh it's definitely uh, staying busy uh, as always a lot of things going on here uh behind the scenes uh for this uh, this show uh, to make it uh, bigger and better uh you know we just had a i think we had a productive uh, in, uh meeting uh today uh phone interview uh today uh hopefully we'll be able to uh, reveal uh, some stuff uh to uh to the audience uh, there uh, later uh, later in uh, the off season, but uh, first and foremost, uh, as we talked about, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, we did have uh, the uh, the wrap up of the 2022 uh, NTT IndyCar Series, uh, Firestone, the Grand Prix of uh, Monterey, and before we uh, recap this and uh, look at the uh, the results and uh, the final point standings, where we've seen uh, Will Power. Uh, capture his second uh, NTT IndyCar series. Uh, let's talk about uh, this uh, this race here uh, a little bit, uh, uh, Josh. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we'll talk about this obviously uh, later uh, later in the show. Uh, but uh, we we thought uh, going into this that this could have been uh, Alex Pillow's last time uh, behind the wheel of the number ten uh, NTT data machine for Chip Ganassi Racing. Well, if it was, but uh, be that as it may, we'll talk about this later on. It's not going to be uh, for at least 2023. Uh, he made it a remarkable one, uh, but uh, his day obviously was overshadowed uh, by one man, uh, Will Power. Uh, the number 12 Verizon 5G Team Pinsky Chevrolet started from P1 and, uh, you know, Will Power from, from start to finish there. He was the, uh, the main headliner. Uh, as uh, the everyone was keeping their eye on him, obviously being number one in points, and to see how he finishes, uh, to see if he does capture 
uh, that uh, second uh, Aster Cup is what it is here in the NTT IndyCar series. Uh, but, uh, you know, the biggest threat he actually had, uh, Josh, uh, all day was actually a teammate there, as we've seen in the opener, uh, the number two Hitachi Chevrolet of uh, Joseph Newgarden, who really uh, was his uh, only threat uh, when it come to the uh, to the points championship. So, uh, th- there was some uh, some interesting drama uh, there at, at the race a few weeks ago. Uh, obviously, it was the highest starting position. Uh, if you uh, look back this season for rookie uh, Callum Eilat in the number 77 uh, Hunkos uh, Hollander Racing, he ended up starting P2, uh, but uh, his day ended uh, uh, rather uh, un- unconventionally, as he was hoping as, as it would, having uh, having mechanical, uh, mechanical failure uh, there. So... Uh, there wasn't really from the other championship hopefuls. Um, really, they weren't uh, significant factors in the race. Uh, you had uh, Scott McLaughlin, a teammate of Will Power and Joseph Newgarden, finishing P6. Uh, Indy 500 champion Marcus Erickson, uh, finishing P9, and then uh, Scott Dixon, who uh, we thought uh, was uh, maybe was was going to uh, maybe pull this from from Will Power, finishing back in uh, in, in P12. So. Uh, Will Power uh, found his way uh, to uh, not winning the race, uh, obviously. Uh, that was uh, Alex Pillow, as we mentioned there, Josh. Uh, but uh, finishing just where Will needed to finish, uh, again, as we said, to, uh, to capture uh, that second, uh, uh, second Astro Cup uh, for him. Uh, before we get to uh, the results of the race here, and uh, the the final standings and some driver interviews. Uh, you want to give a little bit of perspective from your side, uh, how you seen the race uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, it was an intense race. Um, that track is a very tricky is a very tricky track. Uh, if you look at it, a lot of times those those curves are actually going down downhill. So I mean, you got you got to you have to uh, you have to take those curves and those banks with uh, with precision driving. And uh, I know. No, I wouldn't be able to with the as lap battery. Also, you got the uh, your, your, as the uh, announcer was talking. One of them, one of the drivers was going uh, was going dirt track racing. I don't know if he's if he's ever been dirt track racing before, but uh, that uh, dirt that they that they dusted up had to have gotten not only on the tires, but I would assume on the visors of the uh, of the drivers, which would uh, make trying to go into the uh, end of the turns very. Uh, very tricky, I would imagine. Um, Will Power pulling it off for his second uh, IndyCar championship of his career. Um, I know everyone from uh, Australia was probably up on their uh, up on up on their uh, up on the edge of their seats. Uh, he went in with a pretty pretty comfortable lead, with I believe it was twenty points. But uh, you know, Joseph Newgarden raced him really hard. Uh, Fitting end of the year for Polo, you know, with all the uh, troubles and uh, in you, all the uh, rumors going on with him and, you know, what's a contract, what's not a contract, you know, for him to go out there and push all that aside and say, you know what, I'm taking this race. This race is mine. And uh, it was a, it was a good win. It was a, uh, it was, it was a heck of a, heck of a season for everyone. Um, but uh Looking forward to next season and seeing whatever what all uh, what all's gonna what all's gonna take transpire next year. 
Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, going in, it, that was one of the th- one of my jokes um, was what the what the podium would look like or what the uh, winner circle would look like uh, between between Alex Pillow and and Chip Ganassi. Um, you know, kind of that awkward uh, awkward moment. Um, you know, we may not have gotten that, and uh, we do have uh, some some news on uh, on Alex Pillow uh, for next year. We'll we'll get into uh, here uh, just a uh, just a little bit. But uh, before we get into uh, to the uh, uh, drivers' uh, interviews uh, after the race uh, a few weeks ago, let's take a look at the uh, standings, uh, the final results from. Uh, the Grand Prix of uh, of Monterey out there in uh, Monterey, California, at the WeatherTech Laguna Seca. Uh, as he said, you had uh, race winner uh, Alex Pillow. Uh, then it was Joseph Newgarden, Will Power, uh, Felix Rosenquist. Uh, we had news on him uh, as well for 2023. Uh, Christian Lungard, uh, Scott McLaughlin, uh, Roman Grosjean, uh, Pato Award, uh, Alex, or excuse me, Marcus Erickson, rather. And uh, Alexander Rossi, remember, driving his last race uh, for uh, Andretti Autosport. Uh, checking in at uh, number 11, uh, Colton Herta. Uh, a lot uh, in the air uh, about him uh, for next year as well. Uh, Scott Dixon, David Malukas, uh, Renus VK, uh, Devlin DeFrancesca, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Simon Pagano, Graham Rahal, uh, Elio Castroneves, and Jack Harvey round out the top 20 and finishing 21 through 26. Uh, you had uh, Kyle Kirkwood, Simona De Silvestro, uh, Takuma Sato, Connor Daly, the Noblesville, Indiana native, uh, Dalton Kellett. And then, uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier as well, uh, Callum Eilat, who uh, had a, uh, had a great, uh, a great qualifying uh, lap there coming into uh, uh, P2, starting the race at, at P2, Josh, uh, but uh, unfortunately had uh, some mechanical failure uh, that uh, that cut his day uh, short. Uh, let's take a look at the final uh, standings here as we'll uh, bring those up uh, on screen for everyone. Let me get rid of the um, uh, bar down there at the uh, the bottom of the <laughs> of the screen so everyone can uh, see this. Uh, trying to get some of the uh, technology flaws uh, out of here. Actually, you got to click on the uh, the right thing to uh, to allow that to happen. Uh, but as you see, uh, the uh, points leader for the uh, points champion, rather uh, for 2023, Will Power. Then it was Joseph Newgarden, Scott Dixon, Scott McLaughlin, Alex Pillow, Marcus Erickson, Pato Award, Felix Rosenquist, Alexander Rossi, and Colton Herta round out the top ten. Then it was Graham Rahal, Renus VK. Roman Grosjean, Christian Lungard, uh, Simon Pagano, David Malukas, Connor Daly, uh, Elio Castroneves, Takuma Sato, and Callum Eilat rounding out the top 20. Uh, also, too, uh, another shout-out, a huge shout-out, congratulations uh, to the highest rookie, uh, winning uh, Rookie of the Year honors, uh, Christian Lungard right there in the number 30 uh, for Le- Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing. Uh, then it was Jimmy Johnson, Jack Harvey, Delvin DeFrancesca, uh, Kyle Kirkwood, and Dalton Kellett rounding out the top 25 in 
points. So congratulations to uh, to everyone there. What a uh, great season as you uh, as you touched on. Uh, everyone had uh, a fairly safe, uh, some great, great racing uh, indeed. Uh, let's get to some of the drivers and let's get their perspective on uh, the uh, race there a couple of weeks ago at uh, WeatherTech Laguna Seca. All right, we just finished up the race here, and man, what a race it was with, with Tyre Deg. Uh, we really struggled. Uh, car just wasn't really feeling it, um, which kind of sucks because at warm-up we were doing really good, and both on the alternates and the primaries we really just struggled. Uh, that yellow came out at the worst time it really could for us, and so then the last two, two stints we really just had to go long, and that managed to salvage us, I think, a, a P13 at the end. So all in all, tough, tough race, um, but overall as a whole season, I think uh, for a rookie, I feel like it, it was a good season for us. You know, at the start, definitely made a lot of rookie mistakes, but after every single mistake, we learned from it, and then we just went forward and forward and forward, and I think after a month of May, connecting with the team, we really just took off, and the second half of the season, I think, is everything more than I could have asked for, so thank you to the whole Dale Coin Racing team, HMD Motorsports, everybody did an amazing job, so on to next year. Challenges we had. Yeah, we had a we had a good start. Unfortunately, we got knocked off the racetrack by Ericsson. Uh, cost us uh, a lot of position from there. It was very difficult to come back, obviously. Um, so that's a bit of a shame. But uh, you know, overall, you got to look at the whole season. We we do have a lot of work to do over the winter uh, to keep improving and keep making the car better. Uh, certainly, I feel like qualifying pace is there. Race pace, we we got to improve the tire degradation this uh, this winter. Come back, regroup, get stronger as a group. Um, it was awesome to have a little bit of battle with Elio there at the end. Uh, great, 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 great fun, but, um, but we're going to get stronger. So it's going to be what we're going to do in the winter. We're going to work hard, come back, and, and be a stronger team next year. I had a blast this year with these guys, and it's just uh, the beginning of a, of a big story. Well, the final race of the season, uh, there was a long race, really. I made a pretty good start, and... Uh, but strategy-wise, it's, it's, today was a mixture of multiple stops. Obviously, Palau, the winner, was three stops and there was unbelievable pace, but most of the people had to go to the fourth stop due to the uh, tyres. And uh, we stick on the three stops and then we just quite, didn't quite have a pace. Plus, I had a little uh, tangle with other cars and uh, already been damaged on the summer and for second half of the season, but now it's officially broken. So. It's not a good day, but I tried hanging on, but, you know, thank you very much for all your support, the fans, and the uh, 51 boys and the entire Derricon Racing with Rickway Racing. It was a privilege to have uh, a great season with them, and uh, shame that uh, we didn't uh, have a, a good season finish today, but uh, still, you know, it was, it was a great fun, and I uh, had a really proud of uh, part of the team, so thank you very much for all your support. Yeah, huge thank you uh, to uh, to all those drivers, uh, Josh, uh, for uh, for allowing us to uh, to interview them uh, after the race a couple weeks ago. I, I want to bring one more thing uh, to the audience uh, if they haven't uh, uh, listened uh, yet. Uh, we do have one more uh, video uh, before we uh, get to our news 
and, and we uh, uh, get on uh, on out of here uh, for the uh, for season one. Uh, but we do have uh, some uh, audio and video uh, from Will Power, uh, his drive during the race, and then we got not only video from that, uh, but we have uh, radio audio. Uh, from him and his, his crew chief uh, during the race and then after the race, congratulating him on uh, on winning his uh, second uh, NTT IndyCar Series championship. Uh, so let's uh, let's go to that. Well, field is uh, fairly paired up here. Get ready. Red one. Red one. Clear by two. Jump here, bud. Get your bars where you want them. Eyes are like completely gone. Copy, if you have a little page, show it to me here. Battle like gone. Copy, use some overtake. Well, pitch this time, pitch this time. Keep on point here to the 10. We're going to take two turns in front wing out, black tires. Push, push until the caution. Push, push, push. Course yellow, full course yellow. Uh, so right now, um, 39 laps. We pitted a couple laps outside our window here. Uh, we were trying to pit it to 42. Green, green flag, green flag. Make sure you know the score here, Will. Two's gonna have to stop an extra stop. You need to keep these guys behind you and make it 62. Coach 64 to the end. You're in a good spot here. Don't give up position. Get this skill number. White flag, meet your mark. One more lap. Go beat. Will Power, the two-time NTT IndyCar Series champion. All right, my friend. Awesome, you are the champ. Oh, man. That sounds surreal, honestly, it sounds surreal. I cannot thank you guys enough. It uh, was absolutely a team effort this year. You guys were absolutely flawless all year. I owe it to you to, to driven my heart out today. So thank you and congratulations, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, congratulations to uh, Willpower. Uh, what a season, Josh. Not only did uh, Will Power have, obviously, uh, winning the uh, points championship, but Penske as a whole uh, coming out, starting out like a house of fire uh, right out of the bat, right out of the gate in 2022. Uh, you know, not only uh, Will Power, uh, but uh, Scott McLaughlin. And, and don't forget, don't sleep on uh, the season that uh, Joseph Newgarden had uh, as, as well. Yeah. Um... I always find it uh, I always find it awesome that uh, one driver can begin the year. I mean, we, we started off early in this year, and to be able to go and make it all the way through and just be consistent enough, you don't have to win every race. You don't have to lead every lap of the year, but just to be consistent enough and just to keep your head cool, to keep cool heads and – just make it all the way to through. And I can only imagine what it's like to, uh, for power to cross that finish line and just know that he is the best this year. He is, he is for the second time in his career, he is the best at what he does in driving an Indy car. Um, you know, there's 34, 34 other teams out there that would have loved to love to take this home, but it's all him. Um, his team is uh, he owes a big debt of gratitude to his team, and uh, I hope he buys them all something pretty nice. You know, maybe a maybe a nice Rolex says uh, 2022 champions on the back. You never know. 
Yeah, they, they definitely uh, deserve uh, his, uh, you know, his whole team there at Team Penske, uh, his pit crew. I, I think you're absolutely right. They definitely deserve uh, a reward uh, of some sort, and I'm sure, you know, Will 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 treat that uh, to them. Uh, just running through, if you didn't, I, I know you were you you were a late bloomer here uh, on this uh, on this podcast, but uh, you know, we started out at St. Pete this year. We'll run through the re- the race winners here uh, before we get to the uh, news and notes, and then we get on out of here. Uh, but uh, we opened up at St. Pete, if you can think about that, way back in February, and it was uh, Scott McLaughlin. Uh, winning there and then uh, after that going to uh, Texas and uh, Joseph Newgarden where he started his uh, his dominance uh, this year in uh, in wins and then uh, after Texas was uh, was Long Beach and again uh, when the dust settled it was uh, Joseph Newgarden uh, again the uh, race winner there and then Alabama it was uh, Birmingham Alabama where uh, Pato Award uh, was able to score his first uh, win of the season. And then it rolled over, Josh, I think, to our favorite month, uh, the month of May, out at uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We had the uh, the uh, Grand Prix uh, first race out there in uh, the beginning of May, and it was Colton Herta in the rain. Uh, ended up uh, ended up taking home the title there. And then uh, the Indianapolis 500, believe it or not, it was Marcus Erickson. Uh, coming out of nowhere, obviously, uh, to uh, to take that. And then uh, the next week uh, in Detroit, uh, Belle Isle, to be exact, the last weekend uh, that the NTT IndyCar Series will be at Belle Isle. Uh, if you remember next year, they'll be headed down to downtown Detroit, where uh, you may see our smiling faces uh, potentially next year. But it was uh, Will Power uh, scoring if you the fourth win for Penske in seven races already in the 2022 season. And then after Detroit, we went to Road America. And again, it was that uh, familiar name, Joseph Newgarden, scoring Penske's fifth win in just eight races, if you can believe that or not. And then we moved on to Mid-Ohio, where again, it was none other than Team Penske. It wasn't Joseph Newgarden. And it wasn't Will Power this time. It was Scott McLaughlin taking the championship there at uh, at Mid Ohio, giving Team Penske already halfway through the year, Josh, six wins in nine races, if you can believe that. And then it was on to Toronto. Uh, the IndyCar Series uh, hasn't been in Toronto there in a few years due to the uh, pandemic that uh, swept across the uh, nation and the world globally. And it was uh, Scott Dixon, the GOAT. Uh, Scott Dixon uh, winning up there in in Toronto. And then we went to Iowa. And you want to talk about uh, the temperatures hot there in in Iowa, a doubleheader weekend, which I would love to see more of those. And I think you're probably in that same uh, boat as well. Uh, the race on Saturday, uh, Joseph Newgarden again got uh, Team Penske their seventh win in 11 races on uh, on Saturday. And then it was Sunday. Uh, Joseph Newgarden, if you remember, was in control of that race as well until uh, he uh, – he, the back end of his car, he completely lost it, uh, slammed up against the wall, and Pato Award uh, was able to secure his second win of the 2022 uh, IndyCar Series. And then we found ourselves again back at, at the Mecca, uh, back out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway uh, for the Gallagher Grand Prix, where it was Alexander Rossi uh, scoring his first win, and it seemed like forever uh, on that uh, road course out there. And then coming down the home stretch. Uh, we were in Nashville. Uh, we did. Uh, we were able to cover that uh, that weekend, first weekend in August, and it was the goat again, uh, Scott Dixon, making his presence felt, winning that race in Nashville. And then it was on to St. Louis and Gateway, where again, uh, Team Penske flexed their muscle 
not one more, just one more time there at uh, at Gateway, uh, giving them ten, I believe, if I if, if I count this correctly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Excuse me, eight wins in fifteen races, and then we went to uh, Portland as we're rounding out the year, and it was Team Pinsky again, Scott McLaughlin finding his way to the front row, giving Pinsky Team Pinsky Josh. Nine wins in 16 races uh, this year. And then how fitting was it? The last race at Laguna Seca just a few weeks ago, it was the Spaniard. And we and we thought maybe could have been his last race for Chip Ganassi Racing. Alex Pillow winning his first race of the season, but overshadowed by Will Power capturing his second NTT IndyCar Series points championship and another championship for the captain, Roger Pinsky. What a season. Break up Penske. It's a monopoly. Break up, if we break if, up Penske if, indeed. If, if the Indy if the IndyCar season were a government business or it, it, it would we'd have to break them up. They're a monopoly. How do you win that many races at I mean there's only a certain amount and you want over half of them? I mean, what what are, what are you gonna do? You know, the, the question I think going into to 2023, um, can can Team Pinsky be any better? But you, you think about it and you just read off all of the wins that uh the the, the captain got this year. What what was one win, Josh, that eluded Roger Pinsky and his drivers this year? What was the one win you they didn't get? I believe they didn't win at Indy, did they? That's correct. Their home track, absolutely. Does, I must say, doesn't he own that their, track? I'm pretty sure he owns home that track, track. Yep. So it's going to be interesting in 2023 to see if you know Team Pinsky, uh, Scott McLaughlin, Will Power, uh, Joseph Newgarden can keep this momentum rolling and see if they can bring home that uh, that Indy 500 win that they that has eluded uh, the captain Roger Pinsky uh, for. For so long. All right. Before we get on out of here, like I said, we do got to get to our news and notes. So let's do uh, that. Uh, hopefully, you can get the graphics up. There we go. There's that great graphic. And speaking of, we just recapped the season, the 2022 NTT IndyCar Series season. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? NBC tops its IndyCar viewership records. In 2022, NBC Sports 2022 coverage of the NTT IndyCar Series delivered the most watched IndyCar season since 2016 and was the group's most watched season on record, NBC reports, having improving on last year's totals by 5%. The 2022 season averaged a total audience delivery, including streaming viewers on Peacock, of 1.3 million viewers across NBC, USA Network, Peacock, and NBC Sports digital platforms, up from 1.24 million in 2021. The total audience delivery is based on data from the Nielsen and Adobe Analytics. Half of the season's 16 races on televised on television delivered a, a thad of more than 1 million viewers, the highest mark since 2008. The season opener at St. Petersburg on February 27th was the most watched season opener in 11 years, with a thad of 1.44 million viewers and the most watched non 
Indianapolis 500 IndyCar race in 11 years. Another highlight was April's most watched edition of the Grand Prix of Long Beach in NBC Sports history since 2009 with a thad of 1.08 million viewers. Josh, what do you think of that? Wow. Uh, to think that they have been able to grow uh, IndyCar if, over, over, the, over the years is uh, – I was skeptical. I was skeptical. I didn't think that NBC was going to put the full weight of their – their their networks and their affiliate networks behind them but uh they did they did and they are being rewarded by the uh by the by the in, by the indycar fans with uh viewerships um i feel like it's going to grow from here um hopefully indycar and nbc can get out there uh during the winter and market their drivers a little bit better than they have uh not saying they haven't done good but I think that they can get out there, get them on the talk shows, get them well known. Um, everyone knows who. Uh, everyone knows the old timers. Everyone knows Helio, who's won uh, won several times at at, at the 500. Um, but they should get people get out there, get uh, make Joseph Newgarden a a household name. Um, uh, you know, Polo may only be there for another year, but make every attempt you can to market them uh market market below to the to the hispanic uh, population um to the overseas um will powers probably got got every single person in uh in australia got already probably bought them uh peacock memberships over there but um it's amazing it's amazing uh i didn't ever think that uh they would be on on par with coming close to NASCAR, but I think they're coming. I think they're, I think in NASCAR better start doing something to fix their ratings. Cause uh, IndyCar is going to IndyCar is coming to get them. You know, and, and it's interesting that we talk about uh, viewership. And I think this is one of the, the main topics uh, that we've talked about. I know on here, uh, me and you, and obviously uh, Mike from uh, bet IndyCar uh, burnout sport bets or burnout does bets, burnout sports is getting more viewership. And, and I think those numbers there, uh, obviously the numbers and the data doesn't lie. And uh, I can only imagine uh, what, uh, what 2023 uh, is going to bring if uh, 2022 uh, brought in viewership like that. Uh, you mentioned uh, Alex Pillow. Uh, Alex, uh, we did get uh, some news uh, last uh, week. Uh, not only Alex Pillow, uh, but uh, Felix Rosenquist are going to be staying with their respective teams uh, when it comes to uh, 2023. Uh, it seems if cooler heads have prevailed and in the ongoing saga surrounding Alex Pillow and where he will drive next year has come to an end. Uh, quote, Alex Pillow will remain in the number 10 car for Chip Ganassi Racing for the 2023 IndyCar season, his team has confirmed. The agreement affords him the opportunity, which he's already taken advantage of, by the way, to test in cars separate in separate racing series, provided that it does not directly conflict with his IndyCar commitments. As always, we will support Alex as he seeks a second series championship with the team. Uh, along with that, coming from Chip Ganassi Racing, uh, the Spaniard, Alex Pillow, added to the confirmation via his social media account as well. Quote, I'm excited to announce that Chip Ganassi Racing and I have come to an agreement, and I'll be back in the number 10 car next season. Looking forward to a big 2023. 
The news brings an end to the standoff, if you remember correctly, that began on August, on August, on July 12th, when Jip Ganassi Racing followed soon after McLaren Racing, which uh, we have some news coming up along those uh, that racing team as well, announced that, uh, that had Polo, that they had Polo under contract for 2023. Polo as well took to social media that same day to make critical comments towards Chip Ganassi Racing while expressing his desire to leave for McLaren. Also in a related move, speaking of McLaren, they have triggered its option for Felix Rosenquist, who will remain in the number seven Aero McLaren SP uh, Chevrolet that McLaren CEO Zach Brown, not to get confused with Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band, had reserved for Polo. Quote, I'm delighted that Felix will again be racing with Aero McLaren SP through 2023, said Brown. He had a strong 2022 season, and I look forward to seeing what he, Alexander Rossi, if you remember, and Pato Award can do when they join forces in the papaya orange. Uh, Josh, anything uh, you want to add to uh, to this news here with uh, Alex Pillow staying in that number 10 car for 2023 and Felix Rosenquist, as we all hoped, uh, staying in that uh, orange papaya uh, number seven, uh, Arrow McLaren Chevrolet for 2023 as well. Well, uh, I was glad to hear that um, Chip and uh, Polo were able to sit down and uh, hash out their hash out their differences. Uh, I'm sure it was just a big misunderstanding. Um, I guess I should say it was a huge misunderstanding earlier in the year. And um, I'm glad that Alex will be back next year, whether it be just for the one year and then he'll uh, switch over to McLaren whenever whenever his contract's up and probably head overseas and uh, race in the uh, F1. But um, I'm glad they were able to uh, put their differences aside um, and uh, act like men and, uh, you know, work out for both of them. Um, also, um, <clears throat> the – I forget what was the other driver that's going to stay with McLaren. Uh, uh, Fel- uh, Felix Rosenquist to be driving that number yes, seven. Yes, next yes, year. Yep. yes. Uh, we t- we met him uh, the other. We met him during um, during 500 uh, month, and uh, he he along with Pato Award were very nice. They uh, signed some of your cars, signed some stuff for my son. I am excited. Uh, I'm happy anytime. Anytime anyone can get a uh, can get a drive can get a ride and uh secure the future for them and their family um i look forward to seeing how how he does next year in the uh, papaya orange uh i don't think i could pull that color off but i think he can uh but uh, i'm excited for both for both drivers and i can't wait to see what they do next year yeah i'm, I'm definitely josh in, in the same boat um i think we both uh, spoke uh, um, I think loudly and and strongly about uh, first uh, Alex Pillow. I think we both knew uh, having a sports background and and what well, we, we thought we knew how contracts worked. Um, <laughs> that uh, you know Alex it, it, he was in a tough spot and, and uh, you know signing that uh, contract with uh, with Chip Ganassi. Uh, we we figured that uh, cooler heads would end up prevailing and uh, Alex would have to obviously uh, stick out that uh, that remaining year that remaining option that uh, Chip Ganassi had on that contract that he and Alex both signed. So uh, I think we kind of knew what the outcome of of that was going to be. And then when it comes to Felix Rosenquist, uh, I thought Josh um, obviously meeting him and, and Pato, as you mentioned, uh, 
two great guys, uh, better human beings. Uh, but I thought uh, uh, Felix, you know, he drove his ass off uh, for that uh, number seven team uh, towards the second half of the year. And, and I thought, and I and I didn't say this publicly, I don't believe, uh, but I thought he earned uh, the right uh, to come back in 2023. You know, if Zach Brown is saving that seat for Alex Pillow and, and only Zach Brown knows that, um, you know, that's fine. If that's his intentions, obviously he can do that. He, he owns the team. Uh, but uh, for the foreseeable future, for at least 2023, uh, I thought uh, Felix Rosenquist did enough. Um, you know, he, he did get some bad racing luck, and, and you know that's out of his control. Uh, but I thought he did enough, Josh, uh, to secure that seat for at least uh, 2023. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, he drove his butt off, and um, <clears throat> you sometimes sometimes you drive the car a little too a little too much, and it just the the equipment just gives way. But I think he uh, he he deserves he deserves to drive next year, and uh, I see big things coming up for him. Um, he's a young driver. Him and uh, him and Pato, uh, they 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 complement each they complement each other. very well got a good deal on their hair yeah yeah you know know, yeah not only do uh do alex pull do uh excuse me not only do uh potto award and and felix rosenquist compliment each other but don't forget uh who they're adding uh, to that stable in in 2023 in uh in alexander rossi i think that's going to definitely be a team uh that is going to uh be going to be reckoned with uh when it comes to 2023 uh josh speaking of 2023 uh, we haven't got a definite uh, schedule yet from uh, the NTT IndyCar series, but we do know uh, that uh, the, the IndyCar series will return uh, to uh, Texas in 2023. As I mentioned, uh, as we wait for the 2023 NTT IndyCar series schedule to be released, uh, Josh, one thing is for sure, uh, Texas Motor Speedway will be on that schedule. Uh, negotiations between the NTT IndyCar Series and Speedway Motorsports Incorporated have produced a new contract for the Open Wheel Series to return to the Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, according to that same Texas Motor Speedway, it's, it's, quote, proud to announce again, are proud to once again, excuse me, host the NTT IndyCar Series in 2023. Uh, the April 2nd race, the first in a multi-million dollar or multi-multi-year, excuse me, uh, partnership with the with IndyCar, will be the 27th consecutive year and the 36th race overall. The next visit for IndyCar in the heart of Texas will include an old partnership on the undercard. Quote. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I did say the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series returns as the first race of a weekend doubleheader with the NTT IndyCar Series on Saturday, April 1st. After three years apart, Texas Motor Speedway has confirmed. The two series ran a doubleheader weekend together at the Speedway from, if you believe this, 1997 through 2019 and like i said the rest of the 17 race in indycar calendar is due to be revealed in a intimate release anytime soon so definitely can't wait to see see the boys and girls for that matter back 
at the Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, one last thing, Josh, that we do need to cover. Well, two things. Uh, some news definitely coming from, or coming rather, uh, from the aforementioned uh, Errol McLaren, um, uh, the team president. Uh, if you didn't see this uh, yesterday, I do believe, um, Taylor Keel, I believe that's how that's pronounced, is uh, was announced that he is leaving Errol McLaren. Uh, Errol McLaren SP President Taylor Keel has left the team. The Indiana native who started with the team as a junior Indy Lights mechanic in 2018 and rose through the ranks to lead Sam Schmidt Motorsports, known today as Errol McLaren SP, to become one of the NTT IndyCar Series' most competitive teams, stepped away from the organization on his own volition. Quote, ultimately, I made the decision to step away, and there's obviously a lot of change going on in the organization, which is good, uh, Keel stated. The team's on the up, and it's in a good place. But I look, I I'm looking into exploring some other opportunities and to spend more time with the family. All that considered, the timing is probably right for a bit of a change for me and for the team. I'm certainly not looking at it as a bad thing or a sad thing. Change is in inevitable over time, and it was the right choice for me. So whatever lies ahead, we're looking forward, and right now, I'm just really focused on my wife and my daughter, who just turned one, and spending some good, good quality time with them. Regarded as one of the best team leaders in IndyCar, Keel transformed the outfit from a strong midfield competitor into a team that is expected to win polls and races on a regular basis and in the process allowed Aero McLaren SP to supplant Andretti Autosport in the big three as the most consistent threat to powerhouses Team Pinsky and Chip Ganassi Racing. Kyle leaves behind a legacy of success at Aero McLaren SP and is not expected to be out of work for an extensive extended period of time. Quote, I think the beauty of all this is the team is the team is positioned in a really strong place with a lot with a lot of really strong leadership throughout and great drivers, he said. And it's expanding and has all kinds of good things that lie ahead for Arrow McLaren SP. So a uh, huge congratulations, as we said, goes to uh, uh, Taylor Keel uh, for uh, stepping away from Arrow McLaren. Uh, but uh, it does seem like Josh and sound like uh, that he may not uh, be out of work uh, for, for too long, uh, but you can't fault the guy uh, for wanting to obviously, uh, you know, spend more time uh, with his wife and, and daughter. I'm, I'm sure that's something you can contest to. Oh yeah, yeah, I can contest to that with my son only being seven months. Uh, I try to stay home as much as I can. I mean, I do go out and do stuff, but you know, always, always excited for a uh, for someone in, for an Indiana boy to make it big. Uh, I mean, he was the president of of Aaron McLaren, and uh, that's that, that's a that's a feat in itself. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best. Um, hopefully, he gets that time in with his family, but. I bet uh, I bet further down the road we'll uh, we'll be calling his name again. We'll be talking about him again. It's uh, at another at another race team, whether it be uh, for IndyCar or one of the other, uh, you know, F1 or maybe even NASCAR. 
Yeah, I, I think you're you're absolutely right. I, I don't think he's going to be out uh, uh, too long uh, because, you know, and, and like I said, uh, you can't fault him uh, for wanting to uh, spend time, obviously, with his uh, with his wife uh, that I know is uh, she she has a lot of uh, behind the scenes with um, uh, Beth Peretta and Peretta Autosport uh, as well. So she definitely has her foot still in uh, IndyCar. And like we said, we wish Taylor nothing but the best. Uh, one last piece we do have coming from Errol McLaren. And, and Josh, I, I think we can pat each other or pat ourselves on the back maybe. It makes, might make a little more sense uh, that we talked about this. This is something that could potentially uh, happen. Uh, but uh, we, we pulled this earlier from uh, ESPN. But uh, speaking of Errol McLaren, the aforementioned Errol McLaren Racing, considering none other than Kyle Busch for the Indianapolis 500. Uh, Errol McLaren Racing is in serious conversation about running a fourth Indianapolis 500 entry for NASCAR star Kyle Busch. Busch, who last week left Toyota and Joe Gibbs Racing after 15 years, wow, to sign with Ray Childress or Richard Childress Racing, has permission to compete in the Indianapolis 500 with a Chevrolet team. Bush is a Las Vegas native, and Errol McLaren SP was founded by longtime Las Vegas resident Sam Schmidt. His brother Kurt raced in the 2014 Indy 500 for Andretti Autosport and finished sixth. The talks with Bush, uh, with Bush, come as head of Aero McLaren Racing held a town hall Thursday at its IndyCar shop to introduce new hire Brian Barnhart and quell any concerns over this week's sudden departure of team president, just as we mentioned. Uh, Taylor Keel. So, uh, Josh, you know, this is something I know we've talked about, uh, maybe not as much on here, uh, but uh, but off off air as well. Uh, you know, we heard we heard this coming from from the paddock and people that we uh, converse with on an everyday basis. Uh, but uh, uh, Kyle Busch uh, being able to potentially run in the 2023 uh, Indianapolis 500. We knew, obviously, him signing his deal with Ray Childers, uh, with Richard Childers. I'm not sure I'm getting Ray from. With uh, Richard Childers Racing uh, kind of limited uh, Kyle's options. You know, he had to race with a uh, Chevrolet team, obviously, with uh, Richard Childress being a Chevrolet as well. So two of them came to mention uh, Penske and, and Errol McLaren, and it looks like uh, Errol McLaren is the one that's going to uh, fork out the money uh, to uh, run that uh, fourth car uh, and in the month of May. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> Kyle is uh, Kyle's very well known in the in the NASCAR circles. Um, he's a bit of a fiery uh, fiery driver. He has uh, he he pretty much races in everything. I think he he races late models. He's raced dirt before. Um, he's raced. Don't forget uh, trucks as well. Trucks, Xfinity. Uh, there was one. There's been several times where he's ran a truck, an Xfinity car, and a uh, and a and a uh, Cup car all in the same weekend. Um, that he's he's a very talented driver. He can uh, you put you give him anything that has an engine, two pedals, and a uh, and gasoline, and I think he can win your race. Um, him moving over. to RCR both five both the 500 and then head down to uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway where they do 
the uh, I can't remember if it's a Coca-Cola 600 right now or not. I can't remember what the new if they have a new uh, sponsor, but uh, that's a that's one heck of a that's one heck of a, an announcement McLaren has made that uh, that they're willing to give him a shot of uh, possibly running in 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 the 500 uh, along. <clears throat> I think he would be him. Uh, Kurt Busch, Tony Stewart's done the tried to do the uh, 1100 mile marathon. Uh, I'm not sure any of the other ones. I don't think Jeff Gordon ever did it, but uh, that would be a feat in itself uh, being in a car for that long. But uh, I tell you, if he, uh, if he makes it on, if he makes it into the field uh, this may, if he does, if this uh, drive does come to fruition and he makes it into the, uh, into the field, all those, all those other drivers better watch out because he, uh, I know you can't trade paint too much with these uh, indie cars, but he doesn't. He doesn't mind uh, sticking his nose in there and uh, and and uh, trying to win, trying to win races, whatever he, can, however way he can. Yeah, there have only been Josh four drivers uh, to to compete or to complete rather this feat. Uh, Tony Stewart, as you mentioned, uh, Kurt Busch, Robbie Gordon, yeah, John Andretti. Were the other uh, two yep. to do this, so uh, definitely going to be interesting to see if uh, if this is what uh, uh, Kyle Busch decides to do. And and you think about this real quick before we get on out of here. You know, we talked about IndyCar needing to get more eyes in 2023. How do you not get more eyes than Kyle Busch at the Indianapolis 500 or at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway during the month of May? Oh, that's gonna that's gonna bring a lot of a uh, lot, lot of eyeballs, a lot of a uh, lot of reporters coming out doing stories. If he does, in fact, try to do the eleven hundred mile uh, marathon, uh, ESPN will be all over that. Fox, everybody, and uh, NBC should be able to uh, get a get a good uh, jump out of that. Um, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear to hear that he's gonna come and uh, try to do it. Um, I mean, he may be good in open wheel. I don't think I've ever seen him in an open wheel race. I've seen him in everything else that I can think of, but uh, it's a challenge. And uh, if anybody can do it, he can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, you know, excited to see him at uh, at uh, IMS during the month of May. Uh, Josh, can can February get here any sooner for uh, St. Pete? But uh, before we get on out of here, uh, we have one last video as we uh, to to drive us home here to get across the uh, finish line. Uh, it is a uh, season wrap up, season highlights of this 2022 NTT IndyCar series. Uh, but before we get to that, Josh, uh, anything else you want to, uh, you know, tell the audience here uh, before we, uh, we cross the finish line and uh, take the checkered flag. Um, I've enjoyed my time. I've, I know I've only done three, three of the, uh, three of the uh, 16 shows that uh, you've been doing. I'm uh, happy to see that you're growing this uh, podcast even bigger and hopefully maybe we're, some some special announcement can be made later on this uh this coming this coming winter but um i'm excited uh i've never like i said at the beginning of this i've never been an indycar fan but just to uh just the way that you talk about it with such passion and that has gotten me into it uh more and more looking at the standings looking at other drivers looking looking at a lot of stuff um i'm getting more and more into uh watching the races hopefully we can attend some next year i know we can attend the 500 and the uh, <clears throat> anything that happens here and we're wanting to go to uh, detroit um 
next year. And I know this has nothing to do with IndyCar. Uh, they just, F1 just announced that they're going to do a, a night race around the, around Vegas in November. That would be really cool to go watch uh, night race in Vegas around the streets of uh, Las Vegas. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm growing, I'm getting more and more, learning more and more about the cars over the winter. I'll do more research and keep my eyes on. And then when February comes, we'll be off and running. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, this, uh, this, this show has, has obviously grown, uh, as you said, and, and, you know, I, I don't know where to, uh, where to start on, on who to thank from, uh, from Mark James, who uh, joined us uh, earlier in the season, uh, Jay query, uh, joined us, um, you know, all of the, uh, all the other, uh, uh, podcasters from, uh, you know, Tony Donahue, uh, Christian Greider, all the boys over at, uh, Indie, uh, Indie car podcast, uh, or Indie boys podcast. I do believe all of the uh, guests we've had, but, you know, go check out in the off season, you know, obviously we're not going to be able to, uh, you know, right now, uh, bring you content every Thursday. Uh, we're, we're trying to obviously come up with, uh, with an idea or a concept of how we can do the off season. Uh, we have something in the works, uh, we'll see how uh, how it work, how it obviously plays out over time. Uh, but go back and check out all of the past episodes of the Push to Pass podcast. Check out all the guests we've had, um, the Indy Lights drivers uh, that we've had on here. Again, the fellow uh, IndyCar podcasters that we've had on here, uh, guys from uh, IndyCar Radio, um, et cetera, et cetera. It's been it's been an amazing first season, and definitely can't wait to see what uh, season two brings. Uh, as you said, we may potentially have some bigger news. Uh, down the road uh, just have to wait and see how how that plays out um, as uh, as I've said to you uh, multiple times you are more than welcome to come on here uh, every every Thursday you are uh, you know the uh, the other uh, the co-hosting spot is obviously uh, open but uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what 2023 br- brings uh, can't wait to get to uh, St. Pete in uh, February and get uh, the uh, 2023 IndyCar season kicked off. So uh, before we close everything out again, huge thank you to everyone that has made this possible. Uh, like I said, from, from Mark Janes to uh, Tony Donahue, uh, Jake Query. Uh, all of the uh, IndyCar lights drivers uh, that have been on, all of the fellow podcasters that have been on. Uh, don't forget uh, Mike from uh, Bet Indy, uh, Burnout Sports, uh, Burnout Bets. Check uh, him out for all of your uh, gambling uh, needs. I, I I don't know if it would be needs, uh, but gambling lines. There we go for sure. And then also we need gambling. We need gambling. Yes, uh, gambling lines, not needs. That sounds like an addiction, <laughs> but uh, gambling lines. And then again, huge thank you uh, to uh, to Josh for uh, joining us. Uh, the uh, the short time that he has been here, uh, I think he's going to be uh, sticking around and, and growing uh, with uh, with this show as well. So for uh, Derek Vance and uh, Josh Roberts, uh, this has been the Push to Pass podcast. Uh, we will uh, be back here uh, sporadically. Just uh, keep track of uh, Facebook. Uh, keep track of uh, Twitter. As uh, let me get that uh, scrolling down there on the bottom uh, for everyone. And uh, when uh, we, when we go live, uh, make sure you're paying attention to both of those sites. So until our next video, uh, we will uh, see you hopefully soon. Bye-bye. There's something special about race cars by the water. A season opener by the bay here in St. Petersburg, Florida, just feels right. Radio check, loud and clear. Let's make the most of today. IndyCar is back.
It's a lovely day in the Lone Star State. Oh, There's a big crash. Here goes Rina's VK. You got to really dig down and leave here with maximum points through this summer stretch. Rossi making these charges. We talked about this down there. Happy fast Rossi today. The Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix. The last one at Belle Isle is won by Will Power. Redemption, boys. Redemption. It's round eight of the 2022 NTT IndyCar Series. We're ready to go in the Socio Grand Prix here at Road America. The American Legion Honda is off. Devlin DeFrancesco slams the back of the Verizon driver. Joseph Newgarden has done it at Road America. What a drive. That's a million dollar drive. And a million bucks. Ready to go in the Honda Indy 200 here in Mid-Ohio. Look at Will Power. And he spins. Two cars off track. What's wrong with him? This is Michael Andretti's worst nightmare. Look out. Everybody's feeling racy. Scotty Mack is your winner here in Mid-Ohio. Let's go, boys. Woo! IndyCar is north of the border. Welcome to Toronto, Ontario, Canada for the Honda Indy Toronto and the NTT IndyCar Series. Here we go from Tio. They're going to make oh. contact, and Rossi is into the wall. He just hit me out. History made, win number 52. Dixon has done it in Toronto. Welcome to the world's fastest short track. High V has thrown a huge party, but the championship is still very much in focus. Did Jimmy Johnson just spin and not hit a wall again? Again. Nice job. Keep going, man. Win number four in the season. Win number four in Iowa. Joseph Dugard. You guys the king of corn country. Let's go again from Iowa, and already Newgard ducking to the inside. He's going to challenge his teammate. Oh, we've got trouble in turn four. It looks like the leader, Joseph Newgard, is up against the wall. Award is back in the championship mix. Way to go, boys. Way to go. This championship fight is tight. And at this stage of the year, across these six drivers, it is the closest championship fight in the last 20 years. 
The rookie Lungard is having his best IndyCar day of his career. Nice shot, nice shot. First podium. Alexander Rossi is an IndyCar race winner again. This place knows how to put on a show, and a big show is coming. We're ready to go racing here in the Music City. Oh, Ram Rahal has contact. Oh, and a Pato Award is there as well. The caution is out. Everything's going to change now. Oh, and Grosjean is in the wall. McLaughlin tries to drag race Dixon and can't do it. Scott Dixon wins. How about that? The big machine, Music City Grand Prix. It's only a short track, but it's action-packed. Felix Rosenquist is already up 13 spots. Look at Pato Award around the outside for the lead. What a move. Change of the lead at the front between the teammates. Malukas the second. Unbelievable oh. move from David Malukas. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back -back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Two races to go. Let's go. Big move from Pato Award. He hits World Power. 16th to third. The six-time champion is not done with yet. Scott McLaughlin wins the Grand Prix of Portland. 33 to the moon. Let's go. It is championship day, and here in California, there could not be a more picturesque setting to crown a champion. Let's finish this 22 championship off. Clean start to the pole man and the championship leader. What a move by Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden's title hopes are not over yet. It's Hello Polo with the season finale. Will Power as a two-time NTT IndyCar Series champion. All right, my friend, you are the champ. Oh, man. Thank you, and congratulations, guys.